0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network,
1: your team every day. The Auburn Tigers are headed to Omaha. Let's go. Well, Zach,
0: I I actually just finished crushing some chicken parm, and I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network
1: your team every day. Yes. Welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackaby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Uh, Probably your second listen, as this will be the second show that goes up on our podcast feed and YouTube feed today. Special... Baseball edition as the Auburn Tigers are heading to Omaha. And with me to break it all down, Auburn Daily's own Andrew Stefaniak. Man, what a a weekend. What an absolute weekend of the eight Super Regionals that we saw this past weekend. Auburn versus Oregon State was by far the most competitive. All three games came down to that last inning, to that last out. And... I mean, Auburn just found a way to win two of them uh, in an extremely dramatic fashion, but the team the the team found a way to, to dogpile at the end.
0: Well, let me just say, this baseball team, and I've been covering them for a few months now, uh, I mean, I've fallen in love with these guys. And it's funny because I, I sit, and yesterday I was sitting and thinking about this with myself. I was thinking, what Auburn teams have I fallen in love with in my years of life? And I thought... You got the 2010 football team, the 2014 football team, the Final Four basketball team, the Auburn baseball team that went to Oman in 2019. This team's up there for me. Yeah. I mean, as a team, you know, we, we talk about this all the time. They were finished, they were picked to finish at the bottom of the SEC West. Right. And they made a great post on the Auburn baseball Twitter yesterday showing those rankings and then showing the dog pile. Right. And, you know, it's just the fact that this team, all these. Transfers were able to go and win, go to Corvallis, Oregon, twenty six hundred miles away from home, go to that crowd, stay in a hotel an hour and a half away right. from the ballpark, and then go beat them to head to Omaha. I mean, you can't even put into words how amazing that
1: is. Yeah, yeah, and, and I mean, Oregon State's a powerhouse. I mean, th- not a whole lot of pl- not a whole lot of folks travel across the country to go to Corvallis and and win, and, and Auburn found a, a way to do it. And just the way they did it with their pitching, I mean, with the exception of Trace Bright and no disrespect, I mean, he's had an incredible season. It just wasn't his night. They got to him early and often, and um, it was almost like it was like a fifty pitch first inning, which is unheard of. It's crazy. So that, um, but outside of that, like the pitching was really, really solid. And for a big chunk of the season, we were so concerned about oh. Auburn's bullpen, and then yeah. guys like Carson Skipper guys like you know Armstrong guys like Tommy Sheehan they've all found ways to become extremely important pieces of this pitching attack
0: yeah and um to you know to speak on the Trace Bright start a little bit yeah. i talked about this in my series preview at um at AuburnDaily.com. that beaver team they do not chase and trace bright he as a pitcher he is conventionally unconventional. Okay. He does not. He, he, he throws strikes, and then he throws a lot of balls. And he throws curveballs in the dirt. And, you know, th- this Beaver team, they don't chase. They do not chase. We knew that going in. Mm-hmm. And I, I was hoping that Bright would adjust and, and, and fill up the zone more. And it, you know what? It just wasn't his day. He's you know what, pat on the back, young man, get yourself picked back up because you're gonna have a big start coming up here in the next couple of days. He's gonna be okay. He's a great pitcher, he's got great stuff. It was just a tough day for him, and that's gonna happen. I mean, it's part of playing baseball. I've played my whole life. I've had enough of those kind of starts to as a pitcher to, you know, cry about. But well, um, I'm
1: sure it's tough. There's no question it about is. It. it. But but it, it, but it was all about surviving, right? And mm-hmm. and and you saw that in game three with you know, Burke Halter being put in the game earlier than I thought Butch and Tim Hudson would, would put him in, but he was responsible and tasked with getting the last eight outs of the contest, and he did it. He did it, and, and it was incredible. He was dealing um, Monday night, and he got him to Omaha, and you know he was in the bottom of the dog pile, which was super fun to scary. see. Yeah, <laughs> and scary. It's And yeah. scary. There's no question about that. But they make it to the College World Series, what does that mean for this team who all do they have the opportunity to face we'll touch on all that in just a moment i uh, want to tell you about our friends at bet online if you are feeling good about the tigers making your run in omaha and in the college world series cuz they're there can't stress that enough auburn baseball has made the college world series head over to bet online check out all of the odds and get in on the action, of course, they had Tennessee as the favorite. If you put your money on them, I really hate it for you. I really, really hate that for you. But yeah, be sure to check out what the odds for the Tigers are, and of course, the NBA finals are happening. The NHL finals are about to get going. All of that and more at Bet Online. Bet Online, where the game starts.
0: It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero turn mowers, and utility vehicles
1: Andrew, the Auburn Tigers in Omaha will be taking on the Ole Miss Rebels. They took on Ole Miss in Plainsman Park, lost a series to them 2-1 to one, in a series that really didn't have a whole lot of competition. Um, the first game, Ole Miss ran Auburn out of the park. In the second game, Auburn ran Ole Miss out of the park. And in the third game, Ole Miss ran Auburn out of the park. But it's funny. I was talking with Stephen Willis, host of Locked on Ole Miss. We did a crossover Bit, and I'll drop that segment later this week. But um, kind of funny because the pitching situation for both of these teams is drastically different. So if you're an Auburn fan and you're like, oh, well, Ole Miss beat us in a series earlier this year, it's not relevant at all because uh, this was before Auburn really figured out what it was doing from a pitching standpoint. And he told me Ole Miss, all three of their weekend starters are different now than they were at that point of the season. So, two totally different teams going into Saturday's matchup.
0: And one comment I'll make on that, in baseball, and this is all like basketball, when a team gets hot, it's not somebody you want to run into. Yeah. And this Auburn team is scorching hot, just like it is outside today. And, you know, looking back on that series with Ole Miss, you can, you you know, Zach and I talked about this before we clicked record, but... You can can nitpick the issues. Gonzalez wasn't himself then. He's not the pitcher he is today. Then I don't even. I'm pretty sure he didn't even start. I think that was when he was dealing with the blister
1: mm-hmm. on his finger in the yep. Ole Miss
0: series. But he. Um, I mean, these two ball clubs—they're different teams. When Auburn, when when Ole Miss came into Plainsman Park, they were the number one team in the land. Um. So this is a different feel now. Ole Miss is hot too. You got to remember they were the they were the last team in the field for the NCAA tournament to be able to go all the way to Omaha. I mean, it's impressive. But, th- you know, that's a testament to the SEC. And, you know, so Ole Miss is hot too. Don't don't overlook Ole Miss. It's going to be a great ball game, yeah. a great SEC-West matchup, and it's just going to be a ton of fun on Friday.
1: It, come, it's so up. funny looking at the, the field of eight, the eight teams left playing college baseball still, and it's pretty much a snapshot of what Hoover's going to be in, like, two seasons with... <laughs> <laughs> with four SEC teams in Oklahoma and Texas, and then Notre Dame and Stanford just came to, to hang out for a bit. But for folks who were unaware, the way Omaha works, the way the College World Series works, is it's essentially two different regionals, and if you win your regional, you then make the national championship, and it's a three-game series. So it's really just like everything you've done in the postseason so far condensed into a week. So regional, and then a super regional like two days after the fact. That, that's really what we're looking at here. And, of course, all that starts Saturday, And so the winner of Auburn and Ole Miss will play the winner of Arkansas and Stanford, and the losers of those two games will play an elimination game, much like the similar format of a regional. And so obviously winning the first game is extremely crucial. And then much like in a regional setting, if you can win the first two games, the odds of you making the national championship series um, is very, very high. And so how Butch Thompson and his coaching staff will navigate using the pitching staff will be interesting. Do they start things off with Joseph Gonzalez? Um, you don't. I assume they're not going to start with Mason Barnett since he pitched and started game three. Do you start things off with Trace Bright, Hope that he bounces back? A um, lot of tough decisions for Coach Thompson and Tim Hudson to make.
0: Yeah, and, you know, that's one note I made today, the the fact that Auburn's at a disadvantage. Um, Only two teams had to play on Monday. The rest of these teams had the day off on Monday to rest and get their bullpen right. But one thing about Omaha, there's going to be some names that are getting some innings for Auburn that you don't hear much. When we're talking about Jordan Armstrong, maybe even Brooks Fuller, Carson Swilling, some names, some guys like that. I mean, you got to think about it. To win this thing – you got to win if you win all three. If you come out of the winner's bracket of the first regional, yeah, you would sure. win three games, and then you'd have to go win a best of three series with whoever won the other side. So, I mean, there's a chance you could end up playing five, six, seven games to have to win this thing. There's pitching, some guys are gonna have to step up, and it's gonna be some of those names that I just brought up, which is possible. I mean, you know, these are these are SEC baseball players, just because they don't get a ton of innings doesn't mean that they're not ready for the big stage, but they're going to have to take a big step forward for, in Omaha for Auburn to have a good shot, to make a deep run. And I think some of these guys have a chance to do that. I
1: really do. Yeah. Yeah. The The shortest route to winning a national championship is five games. If you go five and zero, if Auburn wins their next five games, they will win the national championship. But it, it's like that for all eight of those teams there. The odds of that happening are pretty slim. I mean there's a lot of really good teams here and so yeah. um you know whoever wins it's probably playing 6 or 7 like uh, that's just that's just how it that's just how it goes unless somebody just really gets hot and you know things break the right way um you're probably playing 6 or 7 games and so that's a lot of pitching not a lot of rest and so that's probably part of the strategy too where it's like okay do you pitch Joseph Gonzalez as early as possible so then you have access to them again um, sooner than you would if you held them for, like, your second bit of action this, uh, in the College of World Series. You know, there, there are so many different approaches to all of this. And Coach Thompson's been big on, and he's been consistent with, you got to win the first game. You've got to win the first game. And to me, I, I think you go all in on, on Ole Miss. And so um, another interesting note, you know, Omaha um, does not reward – home run heavy teams and that's kind of what Arkansas is and so if Auburn can get in the situation where they're playing Arkansas they may be able to get some revenge against them-
0: mm-hmm. I agree there um definitely Omaha's a big ballpark airs heavy you know it's hard to hit balls far there much like it was in 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 Oregon uh, sure. this weekend for Auburn um and I made an interesting note here and I think this is a big positive for Auburn okay of the top eight national seeds only two are still alive it's AM, which Auburn beat in a series this year at their place. Right. And Stanford. Now, Stanford's a great ball club, but you've got to think about it. Tennessee, Oregon State, Virginia Tech, Miami, Oklahoma State, ECU all got sent packing. Those are six amazing baseball teams that are not in Omaha. Right. And that, now that's not to say the teams in Omaha aren't great. I mean, Notre Dame and some of these other teams are really, really good ball clubs. But the fact that you don't have to see Tennessee, you don't have to see Virginia Tech, that's going to help Auburn a lot, a lot, yeah. in my opinion.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right. And, I mean, and it took a late run for Ole Miss to kind of get back on track where they were. I know when Auburn played Ole Miss earlier this season, they were the number one team in college baseball. Um, I think it's clear now that they are not the number one team in college baseball, but they're uh, they're a team that had to travel a little bit. And, you know, does that, does that help you? Um, I don't know. Because Auburn was kind of in the same boat there. so we'll see we will see but just uh, just an incredible run for this team, an incredible situation they find themselves in. Butch Thompson's ability to continue to elevate the level of this program is extremely extremely impressive. and so you know he, he's he's getting Auburn to super regionals consistently. he's now gotten them to Omaha twice since 2019. And he talked about it after the Auburn Regional. He said, it's national championship or bust. You can't just set your expectations on making it to Omaha. So what does that look like? Well, they can't go 0-2 like they did in 2019. That's the next step that this program has to take is to not get swept in Omaha. That's, that's it. And then, you know, if they can win two or three games and find themselves, you know, when there's just four teams left or heck, if they can make it to the national championship series when there's just two teams that would be, um, that'd be incredible. That'd be an incredible run for this team.
0: Yeah, and and one thing I'll add um, to Coach Thompson, he made a funny comment. I, I got the um, pleasure to meet Coach Thompson um, at the series in Lexington. Gosh, he's a good guy. He, he's a classy guy to have leading your program. I really I love like him. Coach Thompson. I love him. And, you know, and he made a comment the other day saying, you know, in 2019, it was two in a barbecue and they went home, which I thought was funny, but... He's right, and, and Coach Thompson said, "In I wrote this in a story at Auburn Daily a few weeks ago that a lot of these teams, their goal is to make it to Omaha. It, it's it's listed on the walls in their hitting facilities. Yeah. And Coach Thompson is trying to change that viewpoint. He doesn't want the goal to be Omaha. He wants to be the goal for him and his players to be holding up a national championship trophy when that ninth inning's over at the in the College World Series. He doesn't want to make it. He wants to win the darn thing." And you know what? That's just impressive from a coach. He's setting the standards high. And as Auburn fans, that's something you got to be excited to see.
1: No question about it. No question about it. Andrew Stefaniak, how can people find everything that you're working on these days, my friend? Well, listen, at Auburn
0: Daily, we're doing a lot of good stuff. A lot of good people over there that work really hard. We, uh, we do a live blog for every single game, which we will be doing again for the World Series. Right. This guy right here is going to pack his car and head to Omaha. I'm excited. Um, that'll be a good time. Um, it's going to be a cool experience. But So, follow our stuff at AuburnDaily.com. Lots of good content. Lots of in-depth stuff for the World Series coming up. Lots of player interviews when we get to Omaha. It's going to be lots of good information. So, um, come check us out there. We really appreciate it. And, um, and then my Twitter, at AndrewsDefaniac.
1: Yep, all of our written work is at AuburnDaily.com. This has been a special edition of Locked On Auburn.
0: Hey Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.